0: For Pacifica Radio, April 17th, 2022, I'm Scott Horton. This is Anti-War Radio. All right, y'all, welcome to the show. It is Anti-War Radio. I'm your host, Scott Horton. I'm the editorial director of anti and author of the book, Enough Already, Time to End the War on Terrorism. You can find my full interview archive, more than 5,600, almost 700 of them now, going back to 2003, 19 years ago, this month actually, at scotthorton.org. And you can also find the entire archive at youtube.com slash Show. All right, guys. Now, this interview actually runs a little bit short, but I've decided to go ahead and run it anyway because it's such an important one. It's Nasser Arabi, a journalist from Sanaa, Yemen. The New York Times used to run him, actually, back in the days of the war against al-Qaeda in the Arabian Peninsula. But they've been not so interested in what he's had to say for the last seven years. And so I just want to give this interview an intro to sum up the war That is so poorly covered in American media. It started with Obama's drone war in 2009 against Al Qaeda in the Arabian Peninsula, there, which was only counterproductive and helped grow them more and more powerful, of course. At the same time, Obama was bribing the government and the dictator Abdullah Saleh in Sana'a, the capital city there, with weapons and money to let him wage that drone war. Saleh was then taking the weapons and money. And also was playing a double game and aligning with Al Qaeda and the Muslim Brotherhood to use them in a war against his enemies, the Houthis, in the north of the country. And in fact, he was arming the Houthis against his own army and his Al Qaeda and uh, Muslim Brotherhood allies as well in a triple game there. But then the Arab Spring came and everybody wanted rid of this guy. This is 2011. And after an assassination attempt, When he was in the hospital in Saudi, the Saudis and Hillary Clinton, the secretary of state, arranged essentially a coup. And instead of letting the Yemeni people figure out how to proceed, they installed, they forced him out and installed his vice president in power in a bogus election with one man on the ballot. You can even see it at NPR News. They admitted it there. And he stayed in power and refused to hold new elections and, uh, like his predecessor, launched a war against the Houthis. And not only did it backfire against him, but it turns out the previous dictator, Saleh had gone away mad and taken about two-thirds of the army with him. And so he had allied with his old enemies, the Houthis, and they now then, uh, at the end of 2014, marched on the capital of Sana and conquered it. Now, at that time, our current Secretary of Defense, Lloyd Austin, was the commander of Central Command. And he was passing intelligence to the Houthis to use to kill al-Qaeda in the Arabian Peninsula. And that was reported in the Wall Street Journal in January 2015. Just two months later, he stabbed the Houthis in the back and took al-Qaeda's side against them. That is, the Saudi-UAE-al-Qaeda coalition against the Houthis back this whole time through the last two years of Obama, four years of Trump, and now into more than a year of Joe Biden, have backed the Saudis in the UAE and al-Qaeda in the Arabian Peninsula in their war against the Houthis. Hundreds of thousands of people have been killed. It's the worst humanitarian crisis in the world. But now this interview is actually about the good news. It looks like the war just might be coming to an end. All right, you guys, on the line again, I've got Nasser Arabi, our friend, the journalist from Sanaa, Yemen, used to write for the New York Times uh, back before America switched sides in the war over there. Welcome back to the show, Nasser. How are you doing?
1: Uh, Thank you very much. I'm very happy.
0: Thank you. Thank you for for, for having me. Uh, Great to have you on again. And, you know, we've been talking for seven years, I think from the very beginning of the war, maybe right before, I think right after the war broke out is when we first started talking. And... From this yes. side, anyway, the news is sounding pretty good, like we have a ceasefire. What does it look like from your
1: point of view? Well, um, ceasefire looks like, um, like let me say, completely different from the previous ones, because it's comprehensive. It's agreed upon by all parties, by Houthi, by Saudi Arabia, by Emirates, by all the groups here, by the Saudi-backed government everyone, and it's uh, the ceasefire, it's the attacks on Saudi Arabia, it's the, um, the blockade also is lifted, and um, the, the roads, the, uh, the roads inside Yemen that were also blocked are, are open, or they are doing to open them. So it's, uh, uh, what I can say now is it's completely different from uh, the previous ones in terms of the time, the duration, it's two months. And in terms of the of the parties uh, involved uh, in this, uh, through Nasser, did I just hear you
0: right? Did you just say that the blockade is lifted?
1: Yes, it is. Uh, the ships are have been allowed in uh, about three, and uh, there are now about twenty are, who are now uh, which are also allowed in, uh, allowed in, and um, the fuel, the food, the commercial things. As San'a Airport uh, was supposed to to be open uh, this week, but it's uh, for technical things, not yet open. So it should, it must be open also. Uh, and this is what the UN envoy said uh, yesterday. who was here in San'a, and um, uh, so these these are the the the, 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 the new things. San'a Airport, uh, Hudaida, boats, and uh, uh, almost everything that Houthi w- wanted to do wanted to have um like like the blockade and uh, i mean the sea boats and the air boats and the, uh, they're okay sea boats as i told you are open now uh, but the 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 air boats of san'a is not yet uh, because of technical things as they said because they they need to do some some things i don't know for the yemeni airline and uh, and the other things uh, this is why I told you it's, uh, it's, uh, it's auspicious, it's new, it's uh, heralding this time around. So uh, we hope that this, as I told you, this will lead to a permanent and lasting a peaceful solution and ending of the war. Mm-hmm.
0: And now that's the real point. When you say that this one just, it's so much more comprehensive than any of the previous ceasefires that have been arranged and I guess fallen apart very quickly here you really think this is the first big step toward peace it piece. is the
1: major step it is the biggest it is the major since the, the war started mm-hmm. it's very new uh, uh, as i told you very new and completely different for a lot of reasons of course including uh-huh. uh, saudi arabia houthi uh, and uh, uh, the emirates and uh, other groups
0: and now one of the major pieces of news that seemed to also indicate that a change was being made here was the report that Mansour Hadi, I guess hiding safe in his hotel room in Riyadh, has officially renounced his claim to the presidency, which the, is, was the premise of the whole also, war, was to put him back in power. Exact. Right?
1: I mentioned this as a big thing also. Why it is different? It is, because Hadi now is not there. Hadi mm-hmm. now is gone. His vice president is gone. Uh, hadi uh, was you know divisive and his vice president was divisive. for example, hadi was disliked by the separatists and by by emirates. Uh, vice president was was not liked also by by whom by separatists and by Houthi, because he he fought uh, wars against the separatists in the south in nineteen ninety four and also against the houthis in uh, 2000 in 2004 so these two are gone now and this means that it's different it's completely different maybe it may lead to a permanent solution uh, and peace in yemen
0: Okay, now what about airstrikes in the capital city of Sanaa? There have they no it's, ceased- no,
1: no 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 airstrikes no airstrikes. no airstrikes at all no airstrikes at all no violations to the ceasefire at all, uh, except with some small things, but small things that were not announced as as big or as as breaking uh, the the ceasefire or something like this. No, Amazing. at all. I should also mention something that is very important. That also all these things came after the huge fire that was in the Aramco in Jeddah. That is because of the Uh drones and the missiles that hit uh, the Aramco that was on fire for 24 hours. It's a big, big thing that was seen by everyone in the world. And this is something that made Saudi Arabia, I think, think twice how to end this war seriously.
0: I was going to ask you, what was it that really changed on the ground there?
1: And where in? Uh, yeah. Where I, do
0: you mean? Yeah. In other words, yes. what, what changed in the uh, minds of the Saudi princelings that they decided exactly, to go ahead? Yes. Exactly. You mean,
1: yes. Yes.
0: Yes. And now, so what about the? uh Can you tell me sort of the battlefield score around Marib? Because I believe that you know, and I'm sorry because it's listen, been a little while since we talked, but I think since we've yes, talked, listen. the Houthis had to withdraw from Marib, right?
1: Yes, and not to withdraw. But uh, he stopped from it. He's where he was now. Houthi is where he was in Marib. He's, surround the, he's surrounding the city. They are surrounding the city, but uh, they were not. They, they were not allowed to go in. But now the only concern. Now the only concern. My concern. Everyone's concern. And the UN uh, UN envoy concern is this: is Marib, because Houthi forces now. Are still uh, closing in on the city until today, but not as a, as a violation, uh, but as um, um, as uh, like reading. But it may it may end any time, it, it, it at any moment, because because if Houthi, for example, if Houthi stormed uh, took control over the city, it would be uh, considered as a big. Violation for this ceasefire.
0: Mm-hmm. Hang on just one second. Hey y'all, they've got great deals on weed at thehempspot.com. The hemp spot specializes in Delta 8 tetrahydrocannabinol instead of Delta 9, so they can send it straight to you anywhere in America. Recently, a friend moved and didn't have a guy in his new town, but then he heard about thehempspot.com on my show and was saved figuratively and literally because if you use the promo code SCOTT, You get 15% off every order and free shipping on any order over $100. Legal jams, bud, gummies, and the rest in your state. TheHempSpot.com. Spell V-T-H-C. You guys, my friend Mike Swanson has written such a great revisionist take on the early history of the post-World War II national security state and military industrial complex in the Truman-Eisenhower and Kennedy years. It's called The War State. I have to say, it's the most convincing case I've read that Kennedy had truly decided to end the Cold War before he was killed. In any case, I know you'll love it. The War State by Mike Swanson. Some of y'all have a problem. You've got chickens, but you don't want to stand around throwing food at them all day because of all the important stuff you have to do. Well, the solution to that is to get the Free Range Feeder from freerangefeeder.com. The Free Range Feeder has been developed to satisfy the needs of the poultry chicken hobbyist and the homesteader. The convertible design allows for four different mounting methods. Go to freerangefeeder.com slash Scott or use promo code Scott to get 15% off and get the free ebook. Subscribe to their newsletter to immediately receive your free copy of Getting Started with Backyard Chickens. That's freerangefeeder.com slash Scott. All right, so... <laughs> Now, um, Nasser, as you've described to me uh, over the years here, as we've talked about, uh, politically speaking, this is a very divided country where you have uh, the Muslim Brotherhood and the Salafis. You have the socialists who seem to be dominant around Aden. You have the Houthis who are from the north who are now camping out in the capital in the middle of the country. And now when they originally... Seize the capital city, and they did seize it in alliance with the old dictator Saleh back at the end of 2014 there. Uh, they did start to try to negotiate with all these different factions, right, rather than just conquer the whole country and lord it over everyone. I wonder if you think that there's a possibility that they really could sit down and, you know, hash things out among the different factions inside Yemen and come to some kind of coalition government rather than just some sort of Houthi dictatorship that everyone else would try to resist and that kind of thing.
1: Yes. Let me just tell you one more thing. That is that the Hadi now, after Hadi is gone, they formed a presidential council of eight persons. OK, they already this have done that imbo- you're saying. Yeah, it's already done that. Now it's the who? When this, you say they, that's the who? No, Houthi is not there. No. Houthi is not there. Oh, you're Houthi talking about the Saudis? Uh, uh, yes, the Saudi-backed government. Okay. So w- what is replacing Hadi now is a presidential council of, It's made of eight persons. Okay, these eight persons are you know uh, four by four, four backed by Saudis and four by by Emirates, right? Not only this, not only Emirates and Saudi Arabia, it's also the the, the eight persons uh, representing or are representing different groups, enemy groups, enemy groups inside Yemen, which means if they can, if they can agree, if they would agree, it would be a good thing for them to talk with Houthi. But it's completely different for them. For example, the separatist is under this council. The the south, the the the, the south separatists are under this presidential council, and uh, Houthi, uh, sorry, and uh, Islah. Islah and separatists are under this council. Uh-huh. Uh, Salafis, Salafis who are Qaeda, uh, so it's it's they are very. It's, it's very, very fractious, it's very fractious, it's very difficult to lead. So, uh, and now, if you put this in one group, and then you talk about Houthi, Houthi is one, is is the other, or the, the, the biggest obstacle after that, if they agree, because their strategic uh, mission, their strategic task is to to make to make dialogue with houthi to sit down with houthi but would they agree would they be okay to to would they be friends would they be good and this is something uh, still or remains to be seen because it's not easy for them to to agree we know they are enemies they were they were in in wars you see so it, it's it's um Houthi now is is still waiting because he is not in that uh, in that council. He's not in that council. You see, this is a difficult thing. Yeah. So uh,
0: although I guess it sounds like maybe what you're saying is that the Saudis and the UAE, by bringing these groups together, Islam and the Southern Socialists and this kind of if they can sort of form a united front there, then that's. Fewer people for the Houthis to then negotiate with, right? That kind of thing.
1: They would force him and Houthi may be forced if they if they are okay. But uh, now the, the, the observers are still waiting how they would be, how they would be friends overnight. We know that there are a lot of problems and Houthi are waiting. Houthi is waiting now. Houthi is waiting for them. If they're okay, then I would sit with them. No problem to me. I would sit with them and I would put my my conditions and I so and so. Okay? Mm-hmm. But I think now there are also objective things that would uh, uh, force Houthi and uh, bring all tij- together because there is a big, big will from Saudi Arabia and uh, and because of this will, because of this political will and goodwill of Saudi Arabia or from Saudi Arabia side, I think uh, there will be solution, a peaceful solution, or or a separation. Mm-hmm. I mean, secession of the. Uh, I mean, making make, uh, make uh, Yemen uh, becomes a two at least, south and north. Mm-hmm. And that's how it was for
0: many years uh, back in the days of the Soviet Union when the communists dominated the south. Isn't
1: that right? Sorry, sorry. Can
0: you say it again? Uh, isn't it right that it was like that under the days of the Soviet Union up until the end of the Soviet Union, and the southern the southern part of Yemen was aligned with the USSR then, right?
1: Yes, yes, of course, of course, and 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 maybe until now they they now the separatists would uh, they support uh, uh, Putin and they uh, of course they 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 want to, they expect something like this they expect kind of of support from the from Putin now. Mm-hmm.
0: All right, now, so what about the future of al-Qaeda in the Arabian Peninsula here? And they have been strengthened so much in the last seven years. And as they you have thriving. documented on the show, have been integrated into the UAE's militia on the ground there. What's their future, are, do you think?
1: They are thriving now because Vice President Vice President Ali Mahsan, General Ali Mohsen who is gone now with Hadi, uh, is, um, is supporting uh, or has at least has friends and um, supporters uh, from the Salafis who are also linked to or linked with Al-Qaeda al- 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 and uh, ISIS. Uh, uh, we can notice also, we can hear and we can see uh, many things happening now in, in the South because of uh, because because of Ali Mahdi or the general Ali Mahdi uh, being gone, so uh, we uh, think or the observers also notice that uh, Al Qaeda and ISIS will be will be active uh, and will be stronger uh, to make a kind of balance between uh, between the between south and north and uh, and to also to uh, to to uh, to pressure. Uh, because uh, uh, Qaeda is, uh, Qaeda is, uh, the enemy of Al Qaeda is Houthi. Uh, and uh, uh, they want to pressure Houthi by using Al Qaeda, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. And this is what is expected to be happening in the future. Mm-hmm. Now, even though the UAE
0: has a relationship with the Aden socialist separatists and also with AQ, they must be enemies yes. of each other, right?
1: Uh, UA UA is the the proxy of uh, UA is uh, is Salafis the giant mm-hmm. the, the 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 so-called the giant brigades, giant brigades. These giant brigades are Salafis are Qaeda and ISIS sympathizers at least. Mm-hmm. Let me say sympathizers, and th- these are being paid by by UA. The salaries are coming from UA the salaries of all these forces and uh, these forces are in a way or another in they they, they have something to do with al qaeda and isis and they can do whatever they want they can pressure whoever they want at any time just by 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 gesture from uh, uae and now
0: and but the uae has the relationship with the aden separatists too right
1: Yes, Aiden separatists, Aiden separatists are are made by 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 UAE of course and they are the proxy they are the proxy of uh, the, the, the of UAE also right. so, so uh, that's what uh, I'm Saudi kind of uh, getting to is UAE, 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 UAE has three three proxies let me tell you okay. three proxies who are enemies to each other the separatists and, uh, the, the, the separatist and the the separatists and the Saleh supporters the Saleh nephew and his uh, his people and his forces, and the Salafis, the giant. The, that, the, the what, giant was the, what was the group the, you mentioned in the middle there, Nasser? Uh, Saleh so, supporters, Saleh oh, uh-huh. forces, the, the former
0: one. I guess, yeah. So what I'm getting to is I'm interested uh, in what's going to happen if the war ends and the UAE leaves, and then you have this balance of power to be settled between the separatists and the Al Qaeda guys, I guess, are the big worry. And also, from an American point this of view, you know, I'm worried that the we're going to have is, the war is, on AQ is going to start again and going to last forever.
1: Exactly, it is. It is the the vice the 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 chairman of the council now has nothing to do. He has no he has no sway. He has no influence on the on the on the on the on the, on the groups on the in mili- the militias on the ground. He is just a man. He's a man. He, he can't do anything. He can't order anyone. Okay. So the people, the separatists are not under him. The separatists, the the separatists, the the the, the so-called um, city, the the southern uh, the southern transitional council, the city, and the uh, the, the, the the giants, uh, the the Salafis and the Salaf forces. So they, are, in addition to the the Hadi. The Hadi forces, which are Islam, so no one is under him. No force is under him. No military force is under the, this uh, chairman of the presidential council. So this is why it's very fragile and it could be exploded at any time.
0: Yeah, man. Now, so back to the uh, the so-called uh, you know ceasefire here between the Houthis and the Saudis. You said kind of at the beginning here that all sides had agreed to it, signed on to it, but all sides is a lot of sides. So can you be a little bit more specific there about, it was the UN announced it. Were they the ones who negotiated the deal? Was the U S involved and what all Yemeni factions were involved in signing on to this ceasefire?
1: I told you, yes, I told you they all agreed, but they all disagreed. I could say, I can say this. And, and who do you they mean by all? all? on the, tr- on the- Okay, okay, the Houthi, Saudi Arabia, UAE, and their Bruxies. They're different Bruxies. Okay. Uh, the separatists, the Islam, the separatists, the Islam, and the uh, the military, uh, the giants, the, the giants' brigade. When gotcha. we say giants' brigade here, it is the Salafis. Salafis, people or for militias uh, uh, linked with Al-Qaeda and ISIS. So you can just see these things. Mm-hmm. Different, different things, different groups, enemies, fractious, very fractious.
0: Great, and they did all. All of them signed on to the thing. And was it the UN that hosted the thing? Did and, and yes,
1: you can you can ask me. You can ask me within why they agreed. They agreed because everyone everyone thinks now that it would be in his interest. It would be in his interest, maybe maybe Houthi is this maybe and Houthi, may, Houthi is bidding on they disagree they are enemies to each other but if they are okay then I would I would sit with them no problem I would sit and I would tell them what I want from them mm-hmm. Houthi, Houthi, uh, Houthi would go to 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 sit also uh, to talk about the presidential council if the meeting was in uh, in in Oman or in Qatar or not in Saudi Arabia Houthi, Houthi didn't refuse the the meeting uh, that uh, that was uh, uh, that was called for by uh, by the the Gulf states, but he said not in Saudi Arabia, not in Riyadh. Houthi said not in Riyadh. I would come, but not in Riyadh. So it's 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 wait and see now. It's wait and see from Houthi side. It's and also from the other side.
0: Yeah. Well, listen. I mean. This is the best interview we've ever done. I know that. I mean, this is so much good news. Yes, and it's such uh, hopeful news. We
1: can do it Mar. We can. Do, we can do it. Um, we can do it anytime. I, I, I thank you very much for your interest. But the, the time this time is not that uh, suitable because, as I told you, it was a little bit uh, critical. Because I, when I told you six, okay, six is I was not. I was not thinking of Ramadan because now it's completely different, but it's okay now.
0: Right, right. Oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah, I don't, please don't let me get in the way of that. Just uh, (laughs) thank you so much for your time. Happy Ramadan to you, my friend, and great to talk to you again. I hope we can do this again Thank you very much. And good luck to you and all of your people. We can do it. We can do it. All right. Take care. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. All right, you guys. That is Nasser Arabi. He's from Yemen, Alan. That's Yemen now. Uh, yemen-now.com. Reporting out of Sana'a, Yemen. All right, y'all, that has been Anti-War Radio for this morning. I'm your host, Scott Horton. Thanks very much for listening. Find my full interview archive at scotthorton.org and at youtube.com slash scotthortonshow. And I'm here every Sunday morning from 8.30 to 9 on KPFK 90.7 FM in L.A. I'm